0: family, friends, fellow members of the body of Christ, grace, mercy, and peace to you. From God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 97 years old. Living in his own house. Jumping on to help people put up hay from time to time what I'm told, planning to go hunting this deer season. Cutting his own wood, putting up and getting everything ready for his auction, making his way to church week after week. Bill was one of those people that it seemed like perhaps he might just truly live forever. He looked and lived younger than he actually was. He just kept going and going, and yet today we're brought to our senses. While Bill lived longer than over 99% of humans get to live, Bill was mortal. The proof of that is right before our eyes this day. It is as that prophet Isaiah said in our text for today, all flesh is grass. And all of its beauty is like the flower of the field, the grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. Yes, just like the crops and grasses that Bill tended throughout his life out in the country, Bill too, though much later than most, withered and faded. Yes, surely the people are. Grass, even Bill. And if for that were all we had to think about today, it would rather be a tragic occasion. And indeed, there would be nothing but grief to be had. For yes, even though last night, so many of us pretended for a night, as if death is the stuff of child's play, as we do on Halloween. We know better in our hearts. We know that death stinks. We are not here just to recognize death, but also to recognize the one who has conquered death. The same passage from Isaiah goes on to say this, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God endures forever. Yes, the word of the Lord is eternal. It does not change. It does not fade away. It does not wither. Now that is our hope this day, that we understand that the word of God cannot be stopped. No, not even by death. What exactly does it mean that the word of the Lord is eternal? Well, first, it is meant to remind us that God's promises do not change, and that God's promises are always brought to fulfillment. What promises? Well, all of them. But today, let us place special emphasis on the promises that were contained in the verses read over Bill on the day of his confirmation many years ago. We heard them once, but let us hear the specific verses again. Psalm 145, verses 18 and 19 say, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. What's the promise there in those those verses? Well, indeed, the promise is the gospel. It is the heart of our faith that God saves those who cry out to him with faith. In our celebration of the Reformation just a couple days ago here at Peace, we heard John's wor- or Jesus' words recorded for us in the gospel of John. And there Jesus said this, If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. And so it is today. We rejoice today to know that Bill was set free by Jesus, the very Son of God. He was first set free on the day of his baptism many years ago. There the bonds of sin were broken, the guilt and power of sin destroyed. For on that day, the scriptures tell us that the Holy Spirit connected Bill to the saving work of Jesus on the cross. To put it back in the words of his confirmation verse, on that day, God drew near to Bill and he saved him. But that was certainly not the end of God's saving ways in regard to Bill. For Bill, just like all of us, continued to have sin in his life after his baptism. And therefore, he needed to be set free time and time Again. And that is why Bill, usually right alongside Bertha, we're so faithfully here in this house to hear about the freedom that Christ brings. He gathered here to hear that he was free of his sins. That freedom was given to him time and time again. In words of forgiveness, we call absolution. And in a meal of forgiveness, we call the Lord's Supper. I mentioned there's one other way that we can take that phrase, the word of the Lord endures forever. And it is a great thing for us to ponder this day. For not only do the promises of God not change, not only are they brought to fulfillment, but the scriptures are always clear to us that Jesus himself is The word of God. And he remains forever. He endures forever. For you see, he never ever withers away. Not even if you crucify him and put him in a tomb for three days. No, he endures forever because he is alive forever. Though he was crucified and placed upon a cross for our sins... Three days later, he rose. And then he ascended up to heaven in order that he might rule his church forevermore. Jesus has promised that his resurrection is not just something that he keeps to himself, but something that he gives to all who believe in him. Yes, in a few moments, we'll go out to the cemetery and we'll place Bill's body into the ground but as our liturgy instructs, we will do so in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection of all flesh. We will place him there with confidence that on the last day, Bill will be raised up just as surely as Jesus was raised up on Easter morning. Jesus has promised that, and that means it's exactly what will happen. Bill will be raised up with all the dead, and will be reunited with all of those who trust in Christ. He will be given a place in a new heaven and a new earth that God will create. And that's our hope this day. That hope made certain by Jesus' own work. For Jesus is the word of God that never fades away. His are the promises that never wither away. And his promises are not true only for Bill but for each of you gathered here this day as well. So even as you mourn, remember the verses that were Bill's confirmation verses. Cry out to God in faith, and he will hear you, he will help you, he will save you. Yes, he will bring you the comfort you need, and he will keep burning in your heart the hope that only Christ can offer. Yes, know that one day, if you persist in faith, he will raise you up as well. And on that day, you'll be reunited with Bill and all that have gone before you who trusted in the Lord. This day, November 1st, on the church calendar, is set aside for the celebration of All Saints Day. It's a day when we normally stop and think about those who have gone before us in the faith. And the gospel reading that we heard today is the one assigned for All Saints' Day. So it's what's often called the Beatitudes. And notice there, time and time again, Jesus uses one word. One word to describe those who have been connected to Jesus blessed. Today, we claim that truth. Bill is blessed. Though he has died, yet shall he live. All of us who trust in the Lord are blessed, for God has promised his Holy Spirit, his great comforter, to us. Yes, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they are always filled. They are filled with Jesus, the word of God that remains forever. Amen.